Hello, Shades of Hope listeners. Thank you for your ongoing support for these sacred conversations. We are excited to share a preview of our next episode. For many white Christians, the discipleship that they were experiencing in their congregations was not leading them into deeper proximity and solidarity with the diverse body of Christ, but was rather leaving them content with the segregated status quo that so marks the American church. And I just thought, boy, that's something, isn't it? Why is it that our discipleship efforts don't seem to be making much of a dent in the segregated nature of the American church? Why is it that white Christians seem to have more in common with white non-Christians than with Christians of color who we share this profound faith in the Lord Jesus? I think for me, I want to think about reconciliation in terms of what Christ has accomplished for us. The issue of the reality of racial segregation, racial oppression, racial injustice is a relatively recent human social construction that comes after, if we were to simply look historically, after what Christ has done for us on the cross. And so for me, the language of reconciliation is not to say we're trying to get back to an old status quo. Rather, it is to say that for true solidarity to happen, for us to truly live into this beloved community, we have to experience the miracle of the reconciliation that Christ accomplished for us. That, that we don't have it in ourselves to go back to some pristine utopian moment that frankly just doesn't exist. Right. We need that divine intervention, that divine sustenance in this work. So I, to be honest, Pastor, these days I've tended to use the language of racial justice and reconciliation yeah. <laughs> just to make it very clear what I don't mean by that language. Great. Thank you. But I'm also always looking for what's the biblical vernacular that we can be sure you know, righteousness is another one of those words that's kind of been leached of its power. We we tend to think of righteousness as somehow piety rather than as this robust word mm-hmm. that includes societal shalom like we read in the Old Testament scriptures. So anyways, that's my own bias, but I do understand why people are wary of it. I have been struck by these testimonies I've heard over the years from white people who have come to see God's heart for justice. And so often these are second conversions. And those are probably inevitable as in the way of Jesus, right? We're always gonna be seeing, but boy, it sure seems like a consistent theme that we have separated a personal salvation from participating in the work of the kingdom. And that feels unnecessary to me. And Dallas Willard was the one who gave me some language for this. You know, he says something like, you know, if you start with evangelism, you're always going to have to get to discipleship later. And so you're always kicking that can down the road. He said, but if you start mm-hmm. with discipleship, evangelism is going to take care of itself. You right, start by wow. calling people away from the world, calling people to follow Jesus, calling people to become like Jesus wherever they are. Evangelism is going to take care of itself. And so I thought, well, what if we thought about evangelism through the lens of discipleship? with this idea of racial justice in mind so that as we call people to start following Jesus we just have this lens already that you're going to have to leave some stuff behind in order to follow Jesus that's true of everybody I don't think you read anybody in the gospels who doesn't have to leave something behind in order to follow Jesus 
Thank you for listening. And please share, rate, and review wherever you find this podcast. And we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at shadesofhopepodcast at gmail.com. That's shadesofhopepodcast at gmail.com.